Radio Shouty. I cut up the station. It's about that time for Fila. Most likely he a small fry if he was stamped by Beehive. It's one in one station only. They got the streets on fire. So please do not touch the dial. Cut with Fina, go live. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? Of course, you know, it's your boy, Beehive Radio, shouting and stepping in the building. I got my A-Town fam, a legend, an icon, one of the men that put it down for the town in a legendary way. DJ Screen, what's good with it, both? Beehive, Beehive, y'all know we, like, related, right? <laughs> you Beehive related, you know, we don't look the same. Come on, man. My real brother, man. Salute to you, thank you for the invite. Man, Always a first pleasure. of all, same thing here, Screen, man. I mean, I gotta take it to what's happening right now, though, mm-hmm. man. This Big Facts podcast mm-hmm. has jumped into this culture right. and changed the game, man. Yeah, shouts to my brother Banks, shouts to my <laughs> sis Jay, the, fam, the whole team. You know, Bank what I'm saying? Jay, what's happening? Uh, yeah, man. You know, I think that's I think that's a testament. I always say to, um, you know, not having ego. I know Bank uh, forever. I know Jay forever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like uh, me and you speak without ego. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like we're not competing with each other. We give each other gems. Exactly. You know so just amongst black people, you know, it's powerful to see what black people can come together and do together. Come on. And it shouldn't just be in the wake of tragedy and social injustice. Like we Thanks. should be doing that on a daily basis. So I think like our, our hearts are all pure. Our hearts yeah. are in it. And we, we've had these conversations like I think media as a whole in Atlanta just wanted niggas to know the South got something to say all over again. Like, we did it with music, but it's like, we got dope journalists exactly. down here. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you look at Love Drink Champs, you know what I'm saying? I love the way Nori talks to, you know, uh, New York artists because he came up with them and he can have Thanks. real conversations with them about yeah. shit we might not know about in Behind New York. The scene. You yeah. see what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's a certain conversation that you're going to have me, Bank J, like it's a certain conversation we're gonna have with people that we know since high school. Come on. That anybody you can't fly to New York or LA and have that same conversation because you don't know these people. You're just you're just Googling, doing research, doing Thanks. what you can. Other than Narwar, I don't know where he gets <laughs> I don't info. know how he finds out everything about everybody. But yeah. you see what I'm saying. So uh, that's what I think is a testament to and just thinking big and just saying, I remember when we said, man, it's gonna be on TV. Come on. Uh we gonna we know we're gonna do a live in Buckhead. Come on. I don't know if the folks will let us in, but let's just go out there and see if they'll let us in. <laughs> they let us in. You know what I'm saying? So we thinking bigger. We thinking, you know what I'm saying, legacy. We just want to uh, continue to uh, make our core audience happy. Remember everybody who was there day one. You know what I'm saying? You got to grow with us. Yeah. That's important. You know what I'm saying? But it's been a blessing. What goes through your mind, though, Scream? Because when you came into the podcast game, you said, you know what, I'm going to just try something new. Mm-hmm. I can see what the hell's going on. But then to also manifest all of those ideas that you had, man. What was that like from conception to the reality that we got now? Was mm-hmm. it difficult as hell trying to get to this point or was it a natural progression? No, I came from, um, you know, a Hurrish fam. Shout out to my brother, Rip. Real. You know, we came from mixtapes. So that's mm-hmm. the streets. Yeah. So there was several times when uh, me personally, just my personal brand, where it was kind of like uh, looked down upon, like, Oh, he's in the streets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy because even for radio, the streets became so valuable. Come on. So, I mean, you know, we speak of the, the station we, we was at. Yeah. Well, you're still there. Yeah. I'm love. still showing yeah. love. Yeah, it's all good. What up, though, fam? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all yeah. good. Uh, it is no, it's no, it's no bad blood. It's yeah. all business. Uh, you know, they had a dream team of people, namely from the streets, that helped build that brand yeah. to a whole nother level. You My see what God. I'm saying? 
So I remember the day Bill Those Black came in, and Bill Black was like, "Yo, you got the streets now. You just need to do this." And yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then what um, up, though, Black? I remember, you know, whatever it was serious. You know, now being with iHeart, uh, it's several times I've been counted out. Yeah, Ooh. I wasn't supposed to be able to go from a mixtape DJ to a tour DJ. I did. Mm. I wasn't supposed to be able to go from touring and then go to do radio full time. I did mm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm set. I'm destined to fail. That's just the people. You, de- you can't do that. <laughs> you, you know what you are. This is what you do. Stick to that. Um, I can't leave radio and go get with some homies and do a podcast. I did it. Yeah. All right. So it's another thing. Like you can't be. You can't get into stocks. You can't get into crypto. You can't do that. This is not what you do. You know what you are. You're the person that yells over mixed. Stick to what you do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, wow, bro, I don't worship you. I worship a, I worship God. Like, yeah. I can do whatever I want to do. It's a journey. You know what I'm saying? So I've never been afraid to just step out on that faith and we're going to do it. We're going to try it. Are we always going to win? No, we're not, but we're going to try it. Facts. I've had these conversations with you. Be hot. Come on. Go, bro. Well, go. you know what? Go. Since you want to go there, I'm going to tell you uh, one of the conversations that we had that kind of changed the game for me, Scream. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually... During our last interview at Hot 107.9, and I mm. said, Screen, what was that moment for you? And you said, hey, man, I was uh, sitting at the table mm. with a couple dollars in my hand, and mm. I told myself is that uh, they're going to have to kill me if they want me to be broke. Mm. And when you said that to me, I said, damn, that seems like the secret. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is so simple. It's like, you know what limits everybody? Fear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we in this job climate now where everybody figured out, this job, I'm- <laughs> I ain't scared no more. Let me go see what's out here. You know what I'm saying? And, you, and you'll be surprised when you, uh, uh, there was a quote that, and I don't know where it came from, it's like, uh, so so every, every everybody is stopping themselves from potentially doing something that could make you free and flexible. Yeah. Right? You might, you have to work. I think it's important to work. I've worked. Yeah. We all had jobs. Y'all right? have. But if you're in that cubicle, and you feel like in that cubicle, you're being limited, you're being suppressed from being who you can really be and what you should really be, then you have to explore it. Now, don't be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Don't be stupid. Come on. But what I'm saying is, if you in that cubicle, for me, I was working at a guitar center, right? Yeah. Everybody was telling me how great of a DJ I was. Man, when you DJ make mixtapes, this is great. Can we buy one right now? Like, no, I'm in guitar center, I'm in a job. No, I can't, no, my job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hold that down, I'll meet you later to sell you a mixtape, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it was kind of ripped that told me one day, we was riding like, you know, you, guitar center is what you want, that's all you yeah. want. That's what you're gonna get, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So aspire for more, but do it in an intelligent manner. You know people just kind of crash out like, yeah. Man, I'm giving it all up to be a rapper. Hold on, bro. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Hold on, let's put this in perspective before Come you go all the way there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Put it in perspective. Make sure you can take care of your family. But you are going to have to take risk out here to have them rewards. I'm about to go to a night, man. It was a legendary night that you was a part of. And it was one of those nights that kind of woke me up mm-hmm. again. It was at Hot 107.9. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was producing Gangsta Grills Radio for DJ Drama. What up, though, Drum? Mm, what up, Drum? And that night, Future, mm-hmm. Rocco, mm-hmm. Two Chains, mm-hmm. and DJ Scream showed up. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Rip too. He was there. What up, though, Rip? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. 
And I just remember that night being one of those radio nights. So I was like, God damn, if this is what the life is supposed to be about, right. I need to get my right. shit together. <laughs> right. We left out of there. Everybody went to their foreign car, and right. I went and jumped in my wife's Civic <laughs> that I was there driving like baby boy around this motherfucker. <laughs> and I said, okay, bitch, you got to get your life together. Yeah. Talk to me about putting it down mm-hmm. for the streets, in the streets, because at that time, those were all artists that you were doing mixtapes with mm-hmm. and helping to grow their brands from scratch. But those people went on to be some Atlanta icons. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from Hood Rich, you know, we, we were doing mixtapes with mm-hmm. popular records on them. Um, might have Nuck If You Buck on there. We, we didn't know, we were in it. We didn't know Nuck If You Buck was gonna become Nuck If You Buck. Yeah. The homies, we've, Went to Cedar Grove High School. Yeah. Me and Rip didn't know. We're just having fun. This is cool. Make a couple bucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we, we didn't all the way know. I think that the first time we knew we were really close to some special rest of soul was Shawty Lowe. Mm. So just watching them in the booth, just watching it, and just kind of like, you don't have this person who's a seasoned from one years old rapper. You mm-hmm. have this person that's going in the booth and doing it the best way he knows how to do it. And part of my friendship was jamming. It's, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Come on. And at that time, respectfully, you know, the streets belong to, let's say the streets belong to Jeezy, Jeezy. Yeah. Drama. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So, and the thing was, I think the beautiful thing was, and, you know, um, I've always had a relationship with Drama. I, we we weren't over there saying, y'all get out the way. We want to, we just, we just doing Coming it. Coming in doing what y'all do. If you, if you know Rocco, you didn't have yeah. to rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Oh, uh, Loden had to rap. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Chain shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's just like, um. That was when we knew this, this is different. This feels different. The mm. phone calls were different. I remember like Buster Rhymes called my like my a lot of my childhood icons are calling my phone. Especially the rappers were cool, but the DJs. Yeah. Like the day the day I looked at the phone, shout out to my dog Remo, he put it together. Well, that day I looked at the phone and I saw Wu Kid calling my phone. It was kind of like Michael Jackson ish. Like <laughs> Wu Kid calling my phone. Like do I pick that up? Or yeah. Maybe I just let it ring. Just let it ring. Back, you just know what I'm saying? Like yeah. So it. That's when I knew we we like that's when we knew that something special was going on. Shawty Low mixtape. Shawty Low introduced us to Rocco. Rocco introduced us to this person. One thing just kept leading to another. It was like the perfect storm. It was meant to be. And then as I'm starting to travel, now it's getting really surreal because I'm getting damn near more love everywhere else than I am at home. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it was it was it was it was such a blessing because, you know. Now, now as I look back, like it's legacy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't go back. You listen to old mixtapes? No, if you know uh, me, I don't. Oh, scream! I don't. Nah, I just, I just, I'm so here in yeah. the now. Yeah. So you got a lot going on now, so you really wanna, ain't got time. I don't want to, but I don't want to be that person that's always talking about what I used to do. That's yeah. my. That's one of my only fears, mm. bro. You know, I used to <laughs> be at the five five nine. I was the man, bro. Doing but see, uh, 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 no, buddy. Let me get back in here, scream. Because yeah. see, I hear people say that all the time. Yeah. But if what you used to do shaped no. the world that we got now, not, you got every right to talk I'm about not that. Running from it, I'm not not embracing it. I embrace it. No, but man. What I'm saying is, I don't want that to be all that I talk about. Yeah. When we, well, as we get to the end of this interview, I'm finna yeah. talk about what I'm doing right now. Facts. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So you're gonna. How many times you gonna interview somebody that ain't got nothing new going on? <laughs> 
People hear me, bro. I need to pull up. Bro, yeah. you ain't did nothing else. You, you do. You gonna be the same interview. You only want to talk to me because since the last time you talked to me, there's new stuff going on. Come on. You see what I'm saying? So not to knock any legends or anything in the legacy, bro. It's a blessing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's a blessing that fed our families, the people around us, and it has for a long time. Like mm -hmm. it's a blessing. Like. The Hood Rich brand. It's a part of Atlanta legacy. It's like when you talk about, uh, you know, uh, the affiliates and Oak Camp. Yeah. And you talk about yeah. the, the J team and all Come this. Come on. If you really know your history, we there. You can't take that out. You got to know about You had spins. the hardest damn DJs on your team. You got to talk about Spins and Swamp and MLK Come and Black on, Bill Tank. and Tank. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk about everybody. Like it's there. So all I'll say is that, yes, you have to look to your past to understand your future for mm -hmm. sure. But I'm not finna be that guy that, man, because I, I used to. No, bro, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a whole new Atlanta. Yeah. It's young boys out there that show me a lot of love and respect. Mm -hmm. What's up, OG? And there's young boys out there. They're like, I ain't never heard of you, bro. Oh, and see, uh, yeah, but see, not, that, that goes back to what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why you got to talk about no, what right. you did so they know. No, you're absolutely right. I'm so sick of these niggas. Absolutely right. Uh, they don't know their history. If you don't right. know where you come from, you don't know where you're going. Preserve you could be sitting it. in a room with uh, DJ Scream not knowing what you really need to be asking DJ True. Scream. True. You don't even know who that man is. True. And see, we got everybody else's history. Mm -hmm. Why can't we have ours? You're a million percent right. But let's zoom into where we really are in 2022 <laughs> in the cloud chasing Instagram era. All right. Bro, B, I don't know who you is, bro. Oh, what you, what you do, bro? You rap? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm with so you. So I don't never want to get so disconnected. You know, you got to think about our 18-year-old mind. Yeah. 18-year-old mind just turned 40. It's different from my 40-year-old mind. Yeah. Bro, I ain't give a, I don't, I don't come in, I'm, huh? Yeah. I don't care about you, you do what? Oh, I remember hearing to... some of my OGs said, these old niggas need to move out the way. Yes. I remember hearing that. So you know what I do? And I think that's important. I move out the way before you get there. Ooh. You understand what I'm saying? I'm on to the next thing. Come on. You gotta learn that from your greats, your Andre 3000s, your yeah. Jay-Z. I ain't yeah. gonna be rapping it in your way, bro. Do what you do. I'm getting this other Come on. You see what I'm saying? So I think that that's, for me, in my opinion, that's the life journey. You're supposed to move and progress. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing the same thing that you was doing when I met you. Yeah. You're happy. But you would be unhappy <laughs> if you were still doing, the, doing same the same thing. thing when I met you. And it's not because you couldn't have ever done anything yeah. different. It's just that you let go of the fear and say, exactly. that's what I'm finna do. And that's that's the you affirmation and the yeah. manifestation of it. Like this is what I'm finna do. Yeah. Because I don't see people broke, rappers broke. Man, I'm finna make me a hundred million next year, bro. Well, if you made ten, you did good for yourself. Exactly. I just sit there with two chains in the studio. Uh, Gabby Road, Dollar be in the front, and he would tell me, bro, I'm finna be the hottest rapper, bro. I'm telling, I'm out of here. Whew. And I. I, some a part of me kind of believed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my chain's hard. <laughs> yeah. It ain't all the way resonated yet, yeah. but chain's hard. Yeah. Mike Will said, bro, I'm finna be big like Dr. Dre. And looked me in my eye and I said, whoa, that's a big one, boy. <laughs> and then I saw him on the picture with Dr. Dre. So you gotta know that you gotta know your you gotta know the power. That's a whole nother interview. But you gotta know the power yeah. of what's in here and what you can manifest. But you can manifest some bulls too. So Ooh. just make sure you manifest in the right thing. That's why I say all these young ones that Ain't got no ops, but keep rapping about them. They gonna appear. Ooh. 
They come will on, appear. Come on. Scream, when you speak of manifestation, what was it that you manifested that gave you the greatest fulfillment, man, when you mm. got it? I think for me it was always uh, traveling and touring. Mm. Like That's all I cared about. The first time I started paying attention to music, I always used to see the dude in the front rapping and the DJ in the back DJing. That's yeah. how it always was from New York hip-hop to Miami bass to who is – DJ Smurf and who mm. is who are who are these who is the DJ you know yeah. what I'm saying so for me I just always wanted to travel mm -hmm. and DJ that's 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 like, I might have been big enough but it's like I won't even think about how much I'm gonna get paid to travel I just want to be able to travel and DJ like I can go rock star I can go pack my suitcase up and DJ and travel the rest of my life that's where I was in my twenties yeah you know what I'm saying so uh, to look up and to be like a part of multiple tours the MMG tour. For them to say, we want to just bring you to Europe for your own tour. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting in Paris by the Eiffel Tower like, yeah, I should have manifested a billion dollars, man. <laughs> I should have changed my I know what you're talking about. Because then I could have just did all this anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working on remixing some of my manifestations. Yeah. But the real important manifestation, I always say, is to uh, it's, uh, happiness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because there's so many people that got a lot of money that ain't happy. It don't matter if you got all the money and opportunity in the world if you're not happy on the inside. So that's if if this is the level I'm gonna be on for life and I'm gonna stay happy and I'm, I can have the love my loved ones with me. Mm -hmm. Like Bank always say, man, I don't want to go there if I got to lose something too precious to me. Come on, you know what I'm saying? So for me, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm happy, and it's it's not just financially stable happy. It's a overall happiness. I'm family happy, I'm looking in the mirror, me happy, Come I'm on. healthy happy, I'm mentally happy, I'm spiritually happy, I'm happy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Question, uh, was Soldier Boy the first one to get a DJ Scream mixtape? Soldier Boy was not the first DJ Scream mixtape, but DJ Scream <laughs> was the first person to do a Soldier Boy mixtape. All right, Mr. Colin Parkin uh, can attest to that. You know Talk what I'm to me about a young soldier boy doing his thing and then linking up with Colin Park and him. Yeah, so uh, uh, he was so powerful in the MySpace times. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember the, uh, hearing the original version of all the music, and it was just the way I loved it. It wasn't mixed right. Yeah. It was just all wrong, and that's the way I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, those are the records I love. I love the old version of Laffy Taffy, the yeah. old version of all, this, Buck. all of that. The yeah. wrong version. That one mixed right, all that. That's what I love, right? Yeah. So I heard it. I'm in MySpace and all this other stuff. So I think I sent him a MySpace and Mr. College Park, and uh, I sent them a cover. Before we even did it, I think I just got the cover made and sent them a cover. And yeah. it's still one of the most classic covers to this day. It was this, this thing is called Superman, Soldier Boy, DJ Screen. And basically I took some records that uh, that were already kind of circulating, put them into my own twist. And then, you know what I mean, it was already crazy on the internet. We couldn't really help that, but we put it on the streets. You yeah. know what I'm So that was that, and we, 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 we grew that relationship from there. And then uh, we did some more mixtapes with him. Me and Swamp did his Juice mixtapes. I, I did a... I did a couple other mixtapes for Soldier, you know what I'm saying? It's always been a, um, you know, I've always respected him. When people leave him out of conversations, I'm like, yeah, mm. you could talk about what everybody did to innovate this and innovate that, but if you ain't giving bro his credit for how he innovated, yeah, ain't no street, one nobody from the streets on no internet. Come on. Before dude, like, it is, we ain't care about that. 
why do you think he don't get the credit that he deserves and that he always constantly has to fight for his damn credit? Because I think that people um, want you to act how they want you to act. Mm. And I'm, I'm just saying, like, you can't make somebody act the way you want them to act. If he was didn't act like Big Draco, yeah. then they would. But they're like, no, we don't want you to say you were the first. <laughs> but out of all the first, I still ain't really found one he was, well, he was talking about like yeah you I, that FaceTime yeah you right that's the yeah. first time I saw that was in your video come on and I know I, I'll be completely transparent about this my social media following because he had me as a friend in MySpace at one point or something like that mm. has followed from MySpace all the way to the ground damn so I didn't come to Twitter on no little boy stuff yeah he piped me up <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I got him to do it on Instagram, yeah. but I didn't need it because I'm on Twitter. You already I'm be. on Instagram. Yeah. Follow me over here. So every time I went to a new platform, he piped me up. My God. In real life. Soldier boy to Shouty Low, man. Mm -hmm. Shouty Low, another A Town legend. They know a record that you saw mm -hmm. and you realized that that was the one, man. Oh, yeah, that was the one. Talk to me about seeing that record and hearing that record and realizing that this is going to be an Atlanta classic record that has to go. You know what? I don't know if I looked into it that deep as I just, when I heard it, it made me feel a certain way. Mm. But you got to understand that that day, or maybe a week later, before the world heard it, I also heard Dun Dun. So, Shit. in my head, I'm like, Oh boy, <laughs> like oh boy, oh, mm. uh, you know, uh, they know wasn't again how I like it. It wasn't mixed. It wasn't finished. It was one verse. Yeah, he gave it to he gave it to me for a mixtape, and he and I think he took it to street. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know the thing was low was like you know yeah okay yeah it's jamming. He, he didn't really. I'm like, yeah, you know, you got to finish that record, right? Yeah. Like, it's only one verse. You got to finish that record. So he finishes that record. We've got Dun Dun. We've got, I'm the man still going crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And all this other stuff. So when we start talking about the, first off, let me rewind and do a little history because I always want to <laughs> give, I always want to give bro his credit. Shouts mm. to, uh, shouts to uh, Brasky. Yeah. What up, we, no we, Brasky? We, we were on a tour bus. And if I'm not mistaken, you know, on a tour bus, I'm laid out in the bed. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, his plan, because th this is what you should do at the time, was to do a Gangsta Grills. Yeah. Right? So I think that Low and maybe Johnny or whoever was talking about, you know, Low doing a mixtape and yeah. Gangsta Grills or whatever have you. So that happened that. But Brasky said, not to hate on nobody. Well, bro, why are we going to do that? Well, we got a hard-ass DJ right here. My God. So Low. Low, I'll never forget it. That's just a Atlanta real shit yeah. going on. Yeah, it's a real Atlanta shit going on. Low, like, you know how I do that gangster grill shit like that? Like, <laughs> I can't do no gangster grills. I can do your mixtape, bro. Like, I can do your mixtape. Come we'll on. We'll pull up, we'll help you, we'll do yeah. whatever. And then we built that. That was on the man part one. And then on the man part two, I think it just changed a lot of lives, including mine. I always pay homage to that in D4L in 2016. Then my brothers, sometimes they'd be online giving it to me. Just, oh, Mook be raising yeah, yeah, hell, because yeah, yeah. that's what Mook does. He raises hell. Love you, we Mook love you, Mook. I, that's the only way I know exactly. how to do it. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I always pay homage to that. I always pay homage to what allowed me to leave all. The guitar center job was crime yeah. mob taking me on the road with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, Rip having a vision for for Hood Rich and how we could do things. So I always pay homage to all these things. I even pay homage to Montel Jordan, which was my first tour. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what was going on, but he took me on tour, put a little change in my pocket so I could learn the industry and learn the ropes, you know what I mean? You get into the mixtape game, Scream, and you see Drama got it in a chokehold with Gangsta Grills. Mm -hmm. How the hell was you able to still manage to build a hood rich brand yeah. when you got this man over here going crazy as hell at the same time? The drama story, I don't know how, his story might be a little different, but see, I, what it was is I knew drama, I had met drama with the dreads because I used to be around here <laughs> yeah. on my hip hop stuff. That's right. So when I first met him, that's when we met way yeah. back. You know what I'm my saying? My God. So the fact that he transitioned from that to that, I don't look at it no way other than, damn, he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When I first got home, when I graduated, I went to Tuskegee. When I first got home, it was Gangsta Grills and Black Bill Gates King shit. That was it. Facts. What up, no Bill Gates? That was it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, whoo. But Gates, my partner. Yeah. So he's like, man, we should collab on one. We started doing some sick with it mixtapes and all this other stuff. I started meeting people. The thing is, like, Hood Rich, these, these are all our friends. Mm. So it's like, Rip, Bill Gates, MLK, Screen, Spins, Swan. These are my friends. So we didn't really, it wasn't really itemizes hoodrich DJs. We thought that was corny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we might walk in a club together and the DJ go, they go to Hoodrich DJs. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of forced us to create, put a name and a stamp on it. But it's more fraternal. It's never a it's a family. It's like yeah. it's not a DJ crew where we're a bunch of there are DJs, but there are people who do other things with yeah. Hoodrich, you know what I'm saying? And uh I think that the drama was just motivation, man. Yeah. It's like bro homie going crazy. Like yeah. he really going crazy. And let's just keep it real. He came from up there to down here yeah. with crazy. You can't be mad about it. Why we ain't doing that? Come on. I mean, we had people going crazy like Jelly Monte. Exactly. We had people going crazy, but he went. He took it crazy. down. He took it down. He took you know, it you down. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to salute him on that. And I mean, we've had great conversations. Like yeah. he's like, yo, I, I salute you and salute what you're doing. Keep going. Like you can do it, type. What was the tape that really built your brand up that you felt that mm -hmm. next level after that tape dropped? Like, different okay. levels behind. Yeah, come different on, levels, man. I want to get two, give me two different levels. There's the Shawty Law, I'm the man two level with they know on it. Yeah. That was, who are these people? Okay. Who is he? Who's that voice? Yeah. Um. There's the Gucci man, Gucci Sosa. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. that's, it, it's just a different, it's different. <laughs> Gucci did projects with everybody. Yeah. And every, every everyone has his own chemistry, but ours is just different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's that level. Um, there's the future Dirty Sprite, yeah, which was, yeah. and then Rocco Swag Season, pardon us. Yeah, Rocco. <laughs> I'm trying to get him on. <laughs> Rocco, all right, let me make sure I remember Rocco. There's the Rocco, yeah. which led to the Dirty Sprite. Okay. And those were the, Man, the city is so on fire. Like, my God. If I roll down the window, I'm hearing my voice. And it was kind of like, you know, like, I'm like, Rip, uh, what's next? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, so we did this. <laughs> we did it. The beautiful thing is after that, I started getting calls from people who just respected what I was doing. Yeah. More childhood idols. Mm. I think it was, shout out to my hoodish brother, DJ Black. He hooked me up with Paul, Juicy, and Pat. <laughs> <laughs> and then even before that, shouts to Criminal Man. He had reached out. And we Criminal Man. Project, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at that point, now I'm leaking into Tennessee. Mm. So I love Atlanta. 
Yeah. When I go to Tennessee, like this is a different South. So they booking me to the point where I can't get the mixtapes done. Like my God, they booking me every weekend. We going. You you book. You book. Let me tell you, you book Boosie one weekend. You book Gotti one weekend. You book Scream the next weekend. Come on, you man. You do it all over again. Come on, man. Repeat, repeat, repeat. So there's something about that Memphis. I, I can't argue with you about that. Tennessee. Tennessee. Whole, the Carolinas yeah. showed a lot of love. So now here I am, you know, I kind of got that Pastor Troy mentality. Bro, I'm all good in the South. I ain't got to go, got nowhere, to go nowhere else. Like, I'm yeah. cool. You know what I'm saying? But I know I got to think bigger and look at the gotta grow. Picture, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So then I opened up at the, uh, I don't know, mixtapes just came from here, 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 here. I remember the first day I got a call from Ross. I thought it was a prank call. And he's like, yo, it's the boss. I'm like, what boss? I'm like, what you talking about? And then uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's the boss. It was, it was, it was, threw, threw your name in that record. I like what you're doing. Yeah. Threw my name in what record? So then I hear it. And it's, a, <laughs> it's his John Legend remix. And he's like, uh, Khaled, Infamous, and Scream. I'm like, whoa, that's a good company. <laughs> Being Infamous, that's my dog. But Khaled, rich. You know what I'm saying? So I just salute him back. We build a relationship. And obviously that led to a record deal with, with, mm. with him. And that led to, this is this this was the crossroads. That year when I did um, Rich Forever with him, Migos, YRN, I love that Scooter Tech that year too. My God. I think I did a little Bibby. It was just so crazy and it exploded. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of had a manifestation that I want to be able to, I'm still going to always do mixtapes, but yeah. I want to be able to step away and do other things. I want to be limited to this because yeah. I already seen digitally what was going to happen anyway. Yeah. So at that time, I just kind of started to excel. Because before, my, my wife is my witness, like, I'll come home, I'll go to the basement. I live in the basement. Yeah. I'm in the basement working on mixtapes. Yeah. I'm working on mixtapes, I'm working on my album. I'm just in the basement. Yeah. That's where I am. But I was just like, I kind of came up for fresh air, like, man, I want to go to the park, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real like, life. Real, man. Yeah. Like, I don't miss everything grinding. Yeah. And I kind of mm. started to just normalize and balance my life. And that's when I first had the conversation with myself about, you know, even in travels, you know, in my head, like, I, I, would, I, would, do, I would do radio. I got a good ass question, Scream, mm -hmm. and I just, you know, I don't cut people off, but based good. off of what you said, I have to hit you with this one. Okay, with the odds being stacked against you as tall as they were, mm -hmm. it takes a special kind of grind to defeat those mm -hmm. odds. Mm -hmm. But the stuff that you have to sacrifice in order to do that, which is time, walks through the park, and family time, like that stuff, has to go because help ain't coming. So how do you look at that? Is that just what it is in the game? Or could you have still found the way to nah. balance everything and be screened? I don't know the way. I'll, or the only way I know is sometimes, Shit. like I tell people, don't do it to the point of being unhealthy. I openly speak. <laughs> like I had anxiety, I had a therapist, I had a lot going on, bro. Like I was tripping. But for me, it was kind of like, you know, when I lost my parents at 19, so I, haven't, I had no choice. Like, yeah. This is what I gotta do, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you lost both your parents. Yeah, like six months apart. Type Jesus thing. Christ! One of cancer, one of diabetes. Right? Yeah. So, so, but God is there. Yeah. So like, I knew Rip in high school. I knew him. He was straight. Yeah. But then we ran back into each other because he was throwing all the parties with his yeah. brother. And rest in peace, Wallow and Smurf. Wallow. Throwing the biggest yeah. high school parties at the atrium, 
And My then God. we kind of, he was like, man, I got this thing called Hoodridge. I got it. You know what I'm saying? We got a kickstand. We got a crew. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't know about no music. I, said, <laughs> I don't know a lot, but, I, you know, I've been out here. Let's chop it up. Again, look what happens when you put egos aside and two black men get together and do something positive. Exactly. No ego. It's my brother to this day. Like, Facts. that's just what it was. So the answer to that question is I would like to sit here and say that you can. Mm-hmm. But I don't think me or you could say we know how. I don't know how. If you know how, tell me. I don't know. That's why I was asking it's you. It's a lot of sacrifice. That's why. I, how did that become you? This is my wife because she dealt with there. this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. She dealt with it. She could have been. I went told to the you. Park. I was in my Civic while everybody else was in their farms having the time of their life. Exactly. My wife's Civic. Exactly. I don't drive right. Civic Spills. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Forgive right. me. Yeah. yeah. I was nah, broken so, that time. So I think. Oh. I wasn't traded for nothing else. I knew, see, something about hustling is my pops, I'm, a, I'm like a third generation hustler. Uh, my pops was also a hustler and entrepreneur. Okay. He ran with some of the people. He's African, so yeah. if you ever saw Dashiki or Kofi or anything, he probably supplied it at that time in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's embedded in me. At 12 years old, I'm running the register in my parents' bookstore on Ripley mm, Road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you start to count this cat, you start to see how business works, and it's like, you go to college and you have this dream to have a great job and everything, but in the back of your head, you're just thinking like, I, I'm i okay with having a job. Yeah. I'm okay with making you millions. Come on, man. But can I at least make multiples of six figures for making you the millions, especially if I might be the main source of you making these millions? I'm with you. So, at that own time, just be a third generation hustler that I am, then it's kind of like, I'd rather risk everything. I'd rather risk it all. My mm-hmm. lifestyle, friends, all, I'd rather risk it all so that I can look back in my 30s or at 40 and smile, yeah. and that's why I'm happy. Because it worked out. It didn't have to, but it wasn't just me. It's the whole time, I'm driving places praying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't making sense. Like he got my name. Everybody got no yeah. money. <laughs> Listening to elevators, exactly. trying to figure it out. Like, but y'all ain't tell me how y'all got the money. Exactly. I'm just gonna be stuck in elevators. Don't nobody ever tell the money part. They yeah. just say keep on going. Yeah. So then, what I learned was, you know, what I learned was, and I tell people all this: I was making money. Yeah, I wasn't doing the right things for my money. Mm. I wasn't making my money work for me. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So you have to. They always say seven streams of income. So when yeah. I started to think outside, I'm like, oh, hold on, I forgot I went to college and learned a lot of a whole other stuff. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? That I should be applying to this money that the average person might not be able to get because Thanks. they got to save it up and wait three, four, five years. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Then I learned credit, and I learned this, and I learned that, and it puts you in the happiest space of just knowing mm. what you want to do is know. Come on. If you, you figure the rest out, we all got the same brain. It's wired a little different. Yeah. But if you want to do is no. So I want to know. That's why I said, you know I'm nosy. We Come both on. nosy. <laughs> we all, what, what's going on? Tell, tell me all about it, man. What's I need gossip? to know. <laughs> I want to know what's going on. Exactly. Because if you don't know, you can't You show can't up. make proper decisions, nigga, if you, you ain't got a clue. You don't know. And that's the problem with black folks. They can't never call nobody and say, hey, man, 
what the hell is going on? Right. Do I need do I need to know something? Right. Can you tell me something? Can you let me know <laughs> something? Then you got those people like, oh no, nothing. I don't bro, know. Nothing. Snitching. And they know everything. Snitching, bro. It's not snitching, bro. <laughs> Man, when you telling the truth and helping me, brother. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I I bro, I, I pride myself in <laughs> spreading the knowledge, bro. Yeah. I pride myself Come on. in it because if God forbid I'm gone tomorrow, what I'm gonna do with it when I'm gone? Come on. So I might as well spread it, and that's what we're for, and that's how we empower each other, and that's how, you know, that's how I honestly think. I don't know for sure, but if we talk about the Atlanta music circle, yeah, I think that they share information with each other. I don't think they, I don't think that, uh, I don't know, Jermaine Dupree and uh, Lay Reeves and Dallas Austin. Yeah. I think that they share they information did. with each other. They did to create that explosion. You understand what I'm saying? I imagine. No, those I could are be wrong. facts, though. I could, I could be wrong, but I, so, you see them together. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what I mean. So, so they had to say had something. To talk about something, <laughs> right? Okay, Hood Rich Productions, though. Mm -hmm. Young Spins turns into yeah. Dr. Dre, his damn self. Yeah, I, I, the day Spins was like, man, I'm gonna make beats. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm smiling at it, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, when I, when, so when I first start hearing. You know how this is, he don't even know this. Like, that's my brother, forever. Yeah. But when he first started making these hits, like, it's a little different when I see him. I'm like, bro, you know who you are? <laughs> so maybe he's looking at me the same way. I'm like, bro, you know you, you know you platinum, right? Like, exactly. But but I think the I think the beauty of our brand is to always kind of not keep your head down, but keep it straight and On keep the prize. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it's like, well, it don't matter what I did today if I can't do it tomorrow. So yeah. that's just that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Hood Rich Productions was one of uh, Spin's vision. You know what I'm saying? We we brought in uh, some producers at the time. Uh, Shouts to Childish Major, Dundeal. Yeah. Uh, you don't even know it. Came out of that. Come on. Uh, Shouts to Childish for that. Uh, Dundeal is still doing his thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there might have been some more producers too. But, yeah, basically, at that time, that was just our way of expanding. We're going to try it. Yeah. It might work. It might not work. But we're going to try it because we're here. We're embedded. We're around all the artists. We got the beats. We got to make the correlation come together with all of our resources. Facts. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, the big learning experience from that of <laughs> how the music industry works from top to bottom. What did you learn, Scream? I think I learned that um, you saw what Meek Mill put up about like record labels and everything yeah. like that. I think I learned that um, there was a lot that we just didn't know. You see what I'm saying? It was not as simple as, it's way deeper than a beat, an artist, and putting a hit out or whatever the case is. Like, it's way deeper. Like, some of the producers have expressed how they want their agreements and this, that, and the third. Like, I learned a lot because I'm kind of stepping into a dark territory. We all are. Yeah. Like, we understand the cultural and the creative side of it, but the business side of it is where we probably learn. I didn't really understand completely publishing at that time. I didn't mm. completely understand. I didn't understand my own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would kind of act like, oh, yeah, because I didn't want to look stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I don't publish, bro. I got but I didn't understand the whole dynamic yeah. and makeup of it. So when you understand that, Again, like I told you off air, I don't think it's bad to do deals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you have to just kind of weigh and balance what's needed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you want to definitely um, always do a deal that you feel like is also take you to the next level. You don't want to be stagnant. Nobody wants to sign a record deal and still be in the hood. Come on now. You see what I'm saying? So I think that that whole situation, we all learn. Like yeah. talk to Childish, uh, bless him. He just had his, his kid uh, some while ago. Talk to Dundee. Like everybody learned 
in that. And I think that's, again, something that in Legacy can't be replaced. Like, yeah. put up a lot of hits. Come like, on. Platinum. Dundilt, Stoner, Childish, where you don't even know it. There was Almost. Hannah Montana. And, of course, what Spins was doing, cashing out. Oh, my God. Travis Porter, 2 Chains, Todd Dollar Side, Commas. Future and spins, Ugh. you know what I'm saying. So there's a <laughs> lot of hits. No one can erase that. So that's what I'm saying. We sit here for ten hours and talk about from 2000 to now, everything that's been accomplished. But if you really want to know, you should know. It ain't just us; it's other people doing it. But you should know. You know what I'm saying. And if you understand, if you understand, I understood the J team. I understood the Southern style DJs. I understood if I'm a student of yeah. the I understand why this is working. Mm -hmm. Now, my thing is to do it differently because I'm not a biter yeah. and do it my way. And then we're gonna do it like this and we're gonna do it the way that we can do it within our legacy to protect our brand and our legacy. That's it. Come but on. you gotta understand it. You don't watch Sway interview before. You Man, I studied Sway's interview, sir. That's what I'm yeah. saying. See. I don't watch Sway. I don't talk to Sway. Yeah. I watch, I'll watch 60 Minutes with Andy Roo Like I'm studying. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to, if you're playing football, why would not you look at Tom Brady? Come on. You'll be stupid to look at it. I'm going to figure it out myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, nah, Tom Brady done figured it out for you. So you take what Tom Brady did, add what you know to it, and now you got your own style. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so now I got to take you to MMG time, Scream. At that time, that was when the DJ was getting record deals, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only a few DJs actually got record deals, Scream, okay? So Bless you him. was in that number, okay? It was mm -hmm. rare air. Mm -hmm. what did, was that one of those points where you were like, God damn, I'm that popular. Why they you, had to give me a record deal and I'm a DJ? The you, fuck? You know what? Oh, the first person that kind of leaned on me and really wanted me to do a DJ album per se and make music, mm. I had to salute him because he's always giving me some good game, was Big Cat. Uh, so Big Cat was the first person kind of yeah. stirring it up. So I'm like, yeah, Cat, that's cool, but at the time, I'm good. I'm yeah. moving around, I'm good. Like, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to, I, I think that it takes a lot of hard work and determination and dedication, and I don't know if I want to sign up for that just quite yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't understand it again, the yeah. business of it. So I didn't understand, like, how do I make money off of this? Back mm -hmm. then, it wasn't quite streaming just yet. Mm -hmm. So I didn't understand it. So the next person that chopped it up with me uh, pretty frequently about potentially doing an album in a situation was Plies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would talk to Plies about it, and we had some conversations, conversations, and it just never, uh, you know, never became a reality. Um, the aggression of, it's a crazy thought, B.I. I'm sitting there watching on my computer, mm -hmm. I'm watching Ross, I'm watching Meat Mill, I'm watching Wale, I'm seeing like Spiff TV, I'm seeing this whole thing. And I'm like, that that's powerful. Mm. That, that reminds me almost of like Rockefeller, like it's yeah. powerful. Like yeah. again, isn't it amazing when some black men come together, come on. let their ego aside. Exactly, can, and have some things. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at it and I was like, so was Sneak my dog So Sneak is Ross's DJ So I'm like Yo this is great for Sneak You know what I'm saying Yeah I wouldn't mind being part of that You know what I mean like, They doing it They went in They went in It's a winning team That's yeah. cool So I'm not I'm just doing what I do You yeah. know what I'm saying I'm not looking too deep into it I get a phone call uh, And it was like Yo Ross wanna holler at you It's cool Give him Give give, give, it, give your, number, your new number to him Or whatever I'm like yeah of course Let's Ross Whatever Yeah. He's 
on the way home from the last date of the tour mm. with Wayne and everybody, and he says, I think it's time for you to take what you accomplished, you and your team, to the next level. Mm. I said, all right, cool. What's up? He's like, let's just catch a flight. Of course, I'm going to pay for the flight, but catch a flight tonight to Miami. Man, I really can't do the I got you in the morning, though. I got some family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, cool. First day in the morning. I said, well, how early? I said, whatever. It'll be 5 a.m. Yeah. I'm good tomorrow. Exactly. So here I am with my knapsack. I don't know why I'm going down here. I have no idea. I'm just going, right? So I'm going partially for motivation. You pull up. If you ever been to Ross Crib before, yeah. you pull up. This is motivation. Yes. This, yeah. <laughs> this guy here, motivation. He, he figured it out. Like, yeah. He's figured it out. So we just sitting down. He was like, man. You know, I need somebody on the team. I need somebody solid. I don't talk to a lot of people about you. I want you to continue. You never, of course, your brand and what y'all build is amazing. You, of course, that got to be there. That don't go nowhere. But I want you a part of this team, too. And I think you can coexist. You know what I'm saying? You can do yeah. it. So um, we just talked about that. I didn't know what it looked like. I so, said, however you want to do it, just let me know. Let's figure it out. Honestly, I didn't all the way know until I kind of got home and talked to, like, rip my lawyers and yeah. everybody, like, Oh, he's talking about a record deal. <laughs> oh, a record deal. Like, I'm about to sign a record deal. I'm thinking, like, we might just do some, some shows. You know how they do a DJ. Yeah. He go a jacket. He go a chain. Let's turn up. Do it for the culture. Y'all like, oh, nah, he's trying to do a record deal. For the culture. So, when the record deal came, <laughs> oh, I got to make some records. Damn. I would salute all. Um, I'm still working on records. Now was Hood Rich Productions together at that time? No, but Spins was making beats. Okay. And he had ghost he had hits. You know okay. Okay. So I'd already talked to Spins. Spins was like, bro, you know, I got you. Bet. Bet. Um So at that time I'm putting together records, but they're not I know good records, so they cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I got some cool records and everything like that. But of course, I'm from Decatur. Mm -hmm. We just talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. So he asked me, You got some records? Boy, records, what you mean, bro? <laughs> what you talking about? City up with records. Who you got, man? Everybody. Got everybody on my records. Man, shouts to uh, Stewie Rock and his manager, Sean. Stewie Rock. When they sent that call, asked me if I want to be a part of the Shining remix. I was like, yes! <laughs> I told y'all I had hits. What y'all mean? I got hits out here. I got, I got everybody on the Shining <laughs> remix. So Stewie was like, you know, I'm doing my damn thing. I said, but this is perfect. Yeah, Come on, yeah, let's do let it. Go. I'm going to pay for the video. Let's Ooh. do it. Uh, that was dope, you know what I'm saying? And in that time, I think uh, when I really learned how to create records, shout out to Spins and Corey because they helped me put this together, was what was the radio intro mm. for the radio show. Yeah. Hurry Chantham. That's right. the radio intro. I recall. I'm in the car. I keep hearing the same thing, bro. That's hard. That's it. That's a record. Yeah. Rest his soul, me and Drama on the way to Dobie. Uh, no, Frank, DJ Frank White birthday. Mm. Dobe is there. Yeah. Drama in front of me. I'm like, I'm going to send you the radio intro. If I want to go crazy, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to send you the radio intro. Drama call right back. It's a record, man. All right, call you back. Call right back. Oh, it's hard. I'll listen to it again. All right, call you back. You know how it is. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that's crazy. So I got Atlanta on the record. I got Two Chains. I got Future. I got Walker. I got Gucci. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at that time, I kind of. Tennessee, mm. big in Tennessee too. So I'm like, I'm gonna do a record. I gotta kind of put another element to it. I wanted to be Rocco. Yeah, knows that uh, oh, some Atlanta shit just to keep it Atlanta. I wanted yeah. to be Rocco. The first thing, quite come back in time. Uh, 
Ross wanted to do something fresh and new. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I sent it to Gotti. Mm. Gotti blessed it. Now you had a hood rich anthem. You know what I'm saying? My Which God. that's one of my prized accomplishments because yeah. I know how much it took for all of us to make Get it, it done. reality and a video. You know what I mean? And like, it ran as a song too, though. It was a song. It was my first <laughs> real official single on. Um, MMG Atlanta Records. That was the Hood Rich Anthem. Of course, it's still streaming to this day. So that's, that's one crazy. of my prized accomplishments. And then through that process, I learned how to really create records. Because mm. before I was just kind of like, you go to the studio, you hang out, somebody do a hook, and yeah. it's just this and this. Now I know how you get to the end game of creating a record, getting <laughs> yeah. it done. You know what I mean? So I came back with uh, the CeeLo record. I came back with a bunch of records, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And then, of course, back and forth with record labels and so forth and so forth. An official project never came out, probably because the mixtape, me kept leaking shit. <laughs> so I get impatient. I'm like, I'm going to leak this, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know who put it out. It's out, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, no, it was good, man. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 uh, that whole experience was good. I learned a lot. I learned more than I ever learned before about business. Okay. So by the time I uh, separated from the Atlantic deal and everything, by the time I got to doing some business with Gazi, I understood business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like now I can be independent because I understand how to do this shit. Yeah. I understand everything now. Now I can comfortably manage an artist and all that shit. Like we learned a lot. You exactly. know what I mean? So uh, it's a blessing, man. And not a lot of people could say they had record deals. I might have fell short of putting out an official project per se. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't give up on that because there's some things I'm always stirring the pot. All right, now, you know what I'm okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Future Dirty Sprite, man. Mm. When you were putting that together, first of all, watching his growth from Meathead mm -hmm. coming out the gate and then working his way mm. to uh, – Dirty Sprite out of uh, out of th uh, out of a thousand, should I say? One thousand, the mixtape. So, what was that like watching his growth? And did you feel like that was gonna be one of those tapes that was gonna have you and Future living forever? You know the thing. Um, it's funny if we should have brought Rip today, man. If we <laughs> if we had we would well, have hell, the fuck, man, tell Rip he can come in on his own. You know how Rip, I do. I don't give a damn. Right, Rip, you, you know go. what time it is. You coming to do behind? Yeah. Uh, what happened was, uh, Rip would be at Uncle B Studio mm -hmm. with Pluto and Scooter. Yeah. And then like J Money would be over there, Shot Boy. You know that was Uncle B Studio over there somewhere on Bolton. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be down a duffel bag. This is all kind of after. We used to all be at 2610 mm -hmm. on Bankhead. Yeah. This is kind of after that in between, maybe Lowe's touring, whatever is going on. So we, you know what I mean? Like we're, I'm, I'm at Duffel Bag, uh, some other studios. I might be over on the east side at certain studios. Like we'll be at different studios. So we'll be on the phone and Ripper say, man, Scooter, you need to pull up over Scooter and Future going crazy. There was notice me they put out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They going crazy. Like this is it. Right, those are gonna sound crazy, but Titty Boy going crazy over here. You need to, like, for real, Tim, for real, it's really I'm like, no, he got some solo. It's yeah. crazy. Like, you going crazy. I would be just running around. I'm doing mixtapes, so I'm just grabbing CDs. I'm yeah. getting music from Walker. I'm getting all this. I got all this access to all this new music. So I know what's about to happen. I'm like, oh Walker's going to be a star. Future, Pluto, he got his pulse on that. We're the ARs to the streets. We got our hands on all of it. I, you know I remember seeing it firsthand. That was crazy as hell. You know what I mean? So. Oh, Rip, Rip was the passion of Rocco had already introduced us to Future. Okay, you know what I'm saying that we had done one thousand, but Rip was like, 
now future going a different place. Ooh. So we go over to 11th Street, and future just sitting there. He's like, be big, man. Be like Prince and Michael Jackson. Be big. <laughs> that boy and was I just loud. love it every time I tell these stories because. Honestly, in my heart, I'm not doubting it. Yeah. I'm just saying that you know the work you're going to have to put in to do that. Mm. But future and work, we can't even go yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that that was special. And I want to also always salute and give a lot of respect to Esco and X-Rated, who are really in the trenches, trenches. For that tape. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. came on and co-signed it. We did what we did, screamed yeah. hood rich. But I have to salute them. That's only right. Just okay. like I remember when we did the Migos tape. Mm. I was I was saying like, y'all want to be a part of this, but y'all gotta Ray G gotta be around. Yeah, Corey B got because they in the trenches with you. They they with y'all. You know, what yeah. I'm with you, but they with y'all. Yeah. So I want to keep their names on there. That's only exactly. right. And I ain't trying to move y'all out the way. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So I salute. Just the other scream DJs. doing the real shit that you always do. But you should do that. You Come know what on, I'm saying? Like, everybody don't do that. get that scream. But you just you should do that. So I want their name yeah. as big as my name because. I want them to prosper and be yeah. blessed. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, uh, I think the Dirty Sprite, I think it was after on the back end when I kind of got it, like, wow, well, you call that one rip because <laughs> I would have done it, but he made me, he slowed me down. At that same time, rest his soul, around that era, I had called him, like, you know, bro, we just met with and got that bag from? He hard. You're like, for real, Dolph? I'm like, Dolph hard, bro. He the one. You said, for real, bro? Oh, I'm finna listen to it. I ain't really listened to it yet. I said, nah, bro, talking like you talking crazy. Like, he talking crazy, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's another one. You just know when you get the music. And everybody wanted to call me. Because I think I did an interview back then. Like, you listen to it, bro? What you think? How you think? Is it the one? I'm like, it's straight, bro. No, I'm saying, like, I'm trying to go crazy, like so and so, so and so. It is straight, bro. I'm gonna do your mixtape, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, that's what it is. But you just know, man, there's special moments, Dolph. Uh, Migos, uh, Offset, or all of them will tell you the story. They said in the interview before of when they brought me the first version of the tape, they didn't feel like I was like overly impressed. They went and redid the whole tape. Damn. They had some of the original records, but they went harder and brought me back the second one. The second one, like, oh boy, they, they're it. They're yeah. a group. <laughs> so that's what I kept saying. It's a group. It's a rap group. Like, yeah. You don't get rap groups Facts. no more. Like, they're a group Facts. and they're going crazy. So, yeah, it's a lot of moments, bro. Um, it's a lot of moments. From Dolph's bankrolls, mm -hmm. artists that you worked Bank with Rose. early on, no man. Special. Dobie. Dobie. How does that affect a DJ scream? Because I'm going to be real. For me, I recall Charlie bringing Dolph to me fresh out of Memphis for an interview back in the day. And mm -hmm. it's so messed up because I had just reached back out because I was about to try to bring him back in right before the funk hit the fan. Mm -hmm. But for me, when I see folks like Dolph pass mm -hmm. or bankroll pass, mm -hmm. it makes it hard for me to keep on going. I'll be wanting to quit. You know, honestly speaking, and I can speak openly here, I feel comfortable. That's why I stopped doing records. Okay. Because here I am, I got a hard drive. It's still there. So... I'm talking to Dobie. Yeah. I got Dobie records that probably might not ever get heard on my hard drive. Oh my God. I, mean, uh, I think me tanking bankrolls in the studio two weeks before he passed away. He got a record that ain't finished with bankroll. Yeah. When I went to New York, the first person, the people to pull up was Chinks, Jewels, Mano. Yeah. A couple Chinks records I just listened to for my own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it's some Dolph. That's my dog. So yeah. definitely some Dolph on there. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
and then it gets to a point where it's like, man, what 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 game are we playing, bro? Like, I thought the the goal was to get out the streets in the hood, and you you would think that you can live as a king. I got text message with or DM with Nipsey that I screenshot uh, posted it, but yeah, when we were working and trying to get a record done, you know what I'm saying for my album, and it's like, man, it's like survivor's remorse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like. I'm here, I'm happy to be here, and I'm blessed. Of course, we're grateful for each moment, but it's like, and, and, and thankfully it wasn't like tragic, but I want to call low, bro. Like, yeah. I want low to come big facts, bro. Like, yeah, oh my God. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 definitely survivor's remorse. I've talked to my therapist about it. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, you, how many people, how many people you A lot. And they say, they do music? And yeah. she was like, well, why, why don't they happen in other music? And I'm like, yeah. that's the painful part. You know what I'm saying? So. We got a, uh, there's two sides of it. I was watching um, Money Man on his Instagram live and he was talking about, you know, when you get into this game, you're a rapper, it's like warriors, it's like 300 and gladiators, like you're a warrior, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So you gotta, you know what, you know what's up when you get in the rap game now. It's like yeah. back in the day when you get in the drug game, you know what's up. Yeah. It could go good, it could go bad, you don't know. You're taking that risk. Um, and he's right, 100%, I agree with him. But I just think that the frustrating part is completely cultural and not just musical because it's like we just went through all this George Floyd. Yeah. We just went through all this protest and knocking windows, stealing Gucci, doing this, Black Lives Matter, we just went <laughs> all this. Gucci. And it seemed like we back to square one. Yeah. So, mm. I've kind of became tribal. If you with me, you want to build and grow, exactly. call me. Yeah. If you want some negativity, if you want to destroy, just stay away from me respectfully. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I'm on at this point. Building, oh. building, not destroying. I feel that. Mm. Lastly, Scream, Big Facts is taking over the world, man. What is it like for you at this point in your career going into this, well, really embracing this digital age and space mm-hmm. and carving out a new niche? And then also... Will there ever be another time of the DJ and the mixtape and the artist coming back together in this digital <laughs> space, or is that shit just over with? That's up to the artist. Ah, my phone on. I yeah. think that I think that people don't understand because it trends on Twitter all the time. They're like, "Bring mixtapes back! Bring the mixtapes back!" Now y'all the same people that was mad because yeah. we used to put our drops and be talking <laughs> over mixtape, cursing us out, threatening our lives because we making mixtapes. <laughs> now y'all miss it. You never know what you get to is gone, right? I think that uh, I think that there's something special about a, a mixtape per se, street yeah. album, whatever you want to call it. It's just something special about it kind of it's like the all-star game yeah let's let the rules go aside let's go ball yeah it's like street ball yeah you know what i'm saying and i think that the game is missing that uh you need you get a project yeah you get a deluxe then you know streams it's cool for a week then yeah everybody's passing yeah. it on to the next the music yeah. is just kind of like consumed at a faster rate mm-hmm. um i had these conversations with like pesh and dan from yeah. live mixtapes all the time like i tell them like honestly it didn't stop Definitely not because of me. I don't think it stopped because of DJs. It stopped because I think the artists forgot really fast how some of this magic was created. Yeah. Um, Two chains will tell you I'm how him and Mike Will met. Mm. Not to say they weren't gonna meet. Yeah. But he'll tell you. But that. you helped it out. And I did that a hundred times. So what I'm saying is, you're kind of eliminating engineers. The are blood. Important. But engineers are important. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? DJs are important. Producers mm-hmm. are important. 
when an artist understands that, yeah, they know it ain't all just me. I'm the artist. I'm the person that go perform. I'm the brand. I'm the. I'm the. You look at me. Yeah, I get it. I'm the star. But I'm gonna need to call KY. Yeah, I'm gonna need to call to Metro Spit whatever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm gonna need to call these people to make it happen. And then even where I get to the point of what you're saying now with big facts and everything, I'm never too big or above my team. Hoodrich was a team effort. Yeah. I make that clear. Facts. I understand who I was to it, mm-hmm. but it is a team and family effort. We accomplish stuff that can't be erased. A whole lot. What we're doing now with Big Facts is a team effort. It's a yeah. family. Shouts to Kodak, Cash, Shy, Slim, the design, everybody that's a part of that. That's right. Everybody, like, it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's not just... You know, we, we know we all got our different brands and we do what we do and we got our legacies. Yeah. It's a team effort. As soon as I walk in, you introduce the homies right here. To the team. Part of my team, bro. Yeah. You couldn't do all this shit alone. Hell no. You'll crash and burn. So that's what, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I think that always be mindful of that. And if if you want the mixtapes, man, holler at your favorite artists. <laughs> I'm here. I love it. I love it. I can, I can, I still do them. I still yeah. do them for like, no independence and stuff like that and i'll listen to them and i'm like man these are some of these are really solid projects we're just in a different space where musically no matter what you're doing everybody's kind of more uh gravitating towards your lifestyle and your instagram and what you do as opposed to your music so i tell people all that you got to kind of have that in order before your music music could be jamming but if they don't like you yeah it don't matter they're never gonna hear your music lastly scream how can these folks contact you man uh, get at me. <laughs> Catch me in the streets, nigga. <laughs> nah, at DJ Scream, man. Look, look, I check, I check, a, I check a few DMs every. I'm bad with Instagram. Yeah. If it's something, just hit me, man. And I run into people all the time. That's why I was saying this. The I conversation we were having. Yeah. It's important for me to be. I ain't offending nobody. Yeah. I'm at our time. It is. Um, I'm out here. Exactly. You know Keep what I'm it cool. Like, I ain't saying nothing crazy about nobody. Thanks. You know what I mean? Anything I speak, even if. Wherever it comes from is 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 definitely from a positive place. Yeah. Even if I'm checking somebody. Like, yeah. That ain't it. You know what I'm saying? It's from a positive place. It Thanks. ain't never nothing like like no no other stuff. It's great. My guy, my brother. Appreciate you coming through this so thing, boss. Some, and with congrats you. to you too, man. man. I gotta put that on. Don't edit this. Congrats <laughs> to Beehive, man. You know what I'm saying? Because Beehive's putting in the work. He's a very Whew. massive part of Atlanta media, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate so much continue. Must continue blessings and love to y'all. Better fill these walls up. Yeah, no, exactly. Fill I need a few more. I need a few more. Be more plaques. Be <laughs> exactly. Be radio shouting. DJ Screen, holler at y'all in a minute, man. We go.